Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. Just like last week, it's just me today. Um, I think enough of you enjoyed what I did last week, which was sort of a best of segments from the show's past. Really just for those of you who haven't gone back and listened, or maybe people who are new to the show. So I'm going to do it again this week, final week of 2019, final week of the decade. Oops, excuse that squeak. Um, and I've gone back to, I think, the fifth episode of the show ever, and I listened to it again, and what I did was I just pulled both segments. It's me and Till arguing. It's us actually coming to some good insights. Um, it's two segments. The first is on lingering injuries, which I am still a fan of, and the second is on saving throws and um, success with a setback. So I think they're actually two really, really interesting conversations, um, despite the fact that I just listening to it, I got mad at Till again because of how obstinate he is. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. I'm probably just going to say goodbye at the end of all segments. So if you don't get that far, have um, a happy holiday and a happy new year, and I hope you have a great 2020, and we will see you next year. What? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> what? What makes the lingering wound rule so Yes! Good? Yes! 100%. Everything about this topic is in my Corner. So, so just as, just as a, a quick aside, yeah, this entire podcast I think was started because of this. I I think <laughs> this is one of those many topics that we looked at each other and so we can't talk about this because we have to. Oh, we've talked about this. Oh, at great. Well, we, we can't have conversations anymore. We have but to. But it nope, just never ends. Save it for the show. All right, I have to. I want to pause this real quick. Okay, sorry about that. We're back. We've located the Lingering Wound page, page 122. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Not 122. 272. You can go ahead and just remove it now. Just take an X-Acto knife and do a clean cut. You don't want to rip anything. All right. Just to be honest, we recorded part of this, realized we weren't recording part of it, and are starting again. <laughs> you got... Don't worry. The hostility is still there, people. No, the hostility is so still there. I'm. I'm okay. We're going to cover what? Lingering wounds. Yes, lingering go over injuries. And tell them what lingering injuries do. Um, damage normally leaves no lingering effect. This option introduces the potential for long-term injuries. Option. It is up to you, the DM, to decide when to check for a lingering injury. A creature might sustain a lingering injury under the following circumstances. Might. When it takes a critical hit. When it drops to zero hit points but isn't killed. When it fails a death saving throw by five or more. To determine the nature of the injury, roll on the lingering injuries table. It's a d20 roll. Um, you can adapt the results for creatures with different body types, blah, 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 blah. Go ahead and describe a, what the lingering injuries could be. I'm just going to pick a, a sampling. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't think that's very fair. I think uh, you don't have to give the exact numbers, but describe what happens. Uh, on rolls one, two, three, and 4, there are individual results. Lose an eye, lose a hand or an arm, lose a foot or a leg, or a limp. These losing a limb are obviously bad news. Like, losing an eye, you have disadvantage on wisdom, perception checks, or rely on sight, and you need regenerate to fix it. If you have no eyes left, you're blind. You're blind, yes. <laughs> fucking, I love, like, it's so such an obvious statement. If you lost both eyes, you're blind. Um, lose you're an, blind sight. Lose an arm or a hand. You can no longer hold anything with two hands, or you can hold only a single object at a time. You need regenerate. Lose a foot or a leg. Your speed is halved. You need a cane or a crutch. Um, you can't dash. Um, you need regenerate limp your speed is reduced by five feet and you need a dex save after you dash or you'll fall down magic healing removes the limp now that one's probably the most reasonable um five to seven is an internal injury where um you need to make con saves or you'll lose your actions eight to ten is broken ribs lose your action wait don't gloss over that you're losing your action which is the same thing 
um, magic healing fixes those. 11 to 13 is a horrible scar, which gives you disadvantage on persuasion, advantage on intimidation, festering wounds, um, reduce your max hit points every day, and a minor scar has no effects. Yeah. But it looks cool. Check Stigum. Yeah, let's check Stigum. All right. I am pro, pro lingering injury, and I'm heavily pro lingering injury. Could not be more against on this side. My, my protum comes from, I am, I am very against the notion that if players have hit points left, they're standing and they're fighting at full force. You've got, you were at, you were at a hundred hit points. You were up there kicking my ass. Cool. You're at one hit point. You're still just standing there kicking my ass. You haven't experienced any negative consequences. Besides 99 points of damage. And then you, then you go to zero and you get knocked down and I heal you for one. You get right back up. I, I, and you keep fighting as if nothing had happened. I don't I don't like that. Why not? I think it's stupid. If Can somebody that has one hit point out of one hit point fight? Can they act normally? One point out of one Yeah, hit if their point. hit points are one. Their max hit point is one. That's probably not a person doing much fighting. That's, I'm not a, saying that's that, a crippled kid. I'm not saying they are. I'm saying that they are able to act normally. I cite Maximus Decimus Meridius yeah. after being stabbed. So fought by the Caesar. So fought. He was poisoned. But he was, he half, was under the poison condition. He was in much worse way was, while doing it. He was under the poison condition. And when he was truly beating the shit, what was that other character's name? He was the Caesar, but he was um, I don't remember. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix got his ass kicked, and he's he was flailing around like really poorly at the end. Yeah, that's what I'm after. That's acting. No, that's what being hurt looks like. Okay, your um. Behavior should be different if you were wounded than if you are not. Can you imagine a fight between PC and NPC where everyone's just kind of flailing around injured? Yes, actually. It would be terrible. That would be like Dunkirk. Terrible. (laughs) No, okay. I'm not, again, you are, as always, overlooking the important part here is that this is a very low chance of happening. Again, again, and you're just minimizing the fact that there is a chance. There should be a chance. Why should there be a chance? Because you take these fucking risks. You're a hero. I have a sword. I attack you. There is a slim so, chance of so, me cutting off your goddamn hand. Uh, okay. And so can we do this to other NPCs? Yeah, sure. Why? Like, what purpose does that serve? For fun. So if we're in a fight, whenever I crit, I can say instead of critting, I'm cutting that guy's eye out. Uh, No, we would have to establish the rules for it. No. It would be. It would be get I. I get to decide. You decide, right? Exactly. And you have to put trust in me that I would make fair decisions, Ooh. which I do Ooh. most of the time. Ooh. But that just sounds to me like a recipe for disaster between PC and DM. The, again, this, we're not playing against each other. No, we're not. But if all of a sudden I've gone X levels, you pick the number of levels. I don't really care. If I go X levels, I've fought X times, and all of a sudden, this time, I get critically hit and lose an eye? I'm going to be calling bullshit. Well, I don't crit you. No, but I'm saying, I'm going to be calling bullshit on Rick lost a hand. In the comics. Uh, Herschel lost a foot in the show. And died in the comics after he lost his foot. Died in the show, too. Got his head cut off. Yeah. Not even all the way. Oh, yeah, he attacked him. He finishes. But my, these don't ruin stories. People lose limbs. So you're saying people die and that's not ruining the story? Rick didn't die. No, he didn't. The governor lost an eye. 
And a dick. <laughs> and a dick. Lingering injury. You lose your dick. But you're fine. You just lose your dick. You you, you gain the ability to rage. Because <laughs> you're taking too much testosterone to make up for the fact you don't Just because you're pissed, you lost your dick. Don't say pissed. But. Because <laughs> you. But. That's insensitive to people without penises. Yes. Nonetheless, I just think that at low levels, if, if you implement this rule at low levels, mm-hmm. it's beyond detrimental because access to a regenerate spell does not exist at Correct. low levels. It, it requires regenerate for most of this to get fixed. So, so I get that. If you then institute it at a higher level, well, then all of a sudden I've gone 100 fights without this being a thing, and now all of a sudden I have to worry about it. Why? Why what's changed? The severity I've, of what you're up against. I've gotten better. The I've, severity of what yes, you're up against. Yes, and I've gotten better. I am a stronger hero. But your enemies you're fighting are, stronger. are much yes. stronger and e- smarter. Everything's leveled. Everything is leveled. I've leveled, the enemy is leveled. So we're going to bring this back to a point that I mentioned before we realized we yes, were Yes, go recording. ahead. I not say your character gets... So your character is kidnapped. Okay. You're you are kidnapped. you are in chains. Yep. The big bad's got yep. you. He's torturing yep. you. He cuts your hand off. Cuts my hand off. Are you as equally frustrated about that happening as you would the hand accidentally getting cut off in fight? No. Why not? Because obviously you are doing it as part of a story in that situation. Mm-hmm. It is, and you're either going to have something that I can do to get it back, mm-hmm. or you're just being a mean person. Who's to say I wouldn't come up with something to get it back? Yeah, sure. This says regenerate. I'm the DM. Wait, wait. Okay, and that's I have fine. the power. But if you're doing it at out of combat or at the end of combat, that's one thing. Doing it when there's a chance that I could get up and keep fighting the fight is a totally different story. I'm go- <laughs> So recently, let's talk about yeah, this. Go ahead. Recently, he felt, I know, we had I'm we had this we briefly person. we briefly had this conversation out of game, and then we stopped. Like, oh no, we'll save it for the show. Yes. Then we had a session, and it was a fight against the big bad, but they didn't. They weren't ready for it. They were. You guys were going to lose. You weren't going to die necessarily, but you were going to lose. I thought we did pretty well. You did very well. You lost. Um, one player dies. He yes. gets knocked out, fails all his death saving throws. An earthquake happens. His body falls into the 90-foot deep chasm. Crevasse. Yes. Another player, I think he fell or he climbed down. Yeah, climbed. He climbed down. Or fell. Mid-fight, earthquake raging, climbs down, finds the body of... Uh, uh, Neil of Neil. <laughs> Neil, and he pulls the debris aside and discovers Neil's legs are missing. in In the fall, he, he hit a, a rock or something, and his his guy he got broken and smashed in half. He got bisected. He got bisected, and he he says fuck it, and he raised. What does he do? He revivifies him. He revivifies him. He revivifies him, which does not heal missing limbs. So this player comes back from the dead without legs. He in character starts screaming. screaming. But out of character, everyone at the table is having fits of laughter. I'm everybody. I'm not because I know hilarious. what you're doing. Yeah, you knew what I was up to. They didn't. Nobody has a problem with it so far. That's because we haven't had to play it since. It was the end of his fight. He wasn't getting back in that. He's fight. He's being carried around right now. Yeah, he has a lieutenant so, Dan thing. I'm going telling on. you right now, going forward, if he doesn't have legs, it's going to be so fucking annoying. That's okay. I understand what you're saying. That if it happened mid-fight, it would be detrimental. That would increase your chance of losing said fight. Get it. Got it. Checked it off. Understood. But now that you're out of the fight, you can spend some time like, all right, how do we resolve this? Oh, and we'd love to, except if I'm not mistaken, we're all going to be under arrest in about five seconds. Well, just the one guy. Okay. Don't worry, I have a plan for that. Yeah. Um, so now instead of worrying about getting his legs back, I have to worry about getting him out of prison. And I've talked to this player, and he he doesn't care. He, he figures, I'll get 
something. Maybe they put me in a cart or we get mechanical legs. He'll, he'll have something. Great. He doesn't have to worry about it. I understand. And it's going to be, and he thinks it's hilarious. I, I don't understand why you're not appreciating the humor of like a lost limb. Wait. If it's not me or my party, yeah, I'll laugh. It's funny. But I'm that just... is detrimental to a group. Like, so I shouldn't be allowed to kill your players. Kill away, and then we get to build a new one. If you want to take away his legs and let him make a new character, that's fine. I get that. That's fine. But right now, why would I possibly drag his half-ass around? Because you love him. Do I? (laughs) I couldn't say it with a straight face. No, you couldn't. No, that party is an entirely different story. But I would like to think that if the party mattered... I don't need Lieutenant Dan following me around. Fucking Forrest Gump was willing to help Lieutenant Dan through thick, thin, high, low, dark, light. Forrest Gump had an 80 IQ. I think Forrest Gump's IQ was lower than 80. <laughs> Let's be honest here. And Lieutenant Dan, he died. Yeah. And no, Lieutenant Dan lived. He died. He lived. He was there at the end of the movie. He might have been at the end, but he lived. Like, he got, he got married. He re- rehabilitated himself. He got married. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. Sorry, yeah. I'm thinking of Jenny. Jenny died. Janai. Janai. Um, I just, I, I get what you're saying, that you don't want to suddenly be encountering this process. But I think you're you're missing, and not appreciating, and maybe this is because your perspective as a player. Yep. You're missing the emotional resonance of doing this. Okay. If you, your character, say your character... Loses an eye. Yep. Everybody else in the party goes, oh, shit, fuck. They, that's dramatic. Mm-hmm. When 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 Boncourt got down in there and he saw that his leg, that Tor's legs yeah. were missing, that Neil's legs were missing, everybody else at the table, you knew what I was doing, everybody else at the table was like, oh, shit. Like, it was powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. So, maybe not as often as on here, but every once in a while, a lingering injury is a really powerful tool. And I think that it should have a justifiable explanation, not just... You decide. Like I understand, a unconscious, everything, by the a, way. a dead body falls down a hundred foot crevasse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna take some damage. It's gonna get fucked up. That I actually kind of understood. But if I'm in the middle of a fight, I'm at ten hit points. You crit me, but you don't crit. I get that. But you roll twenty against me, and you decide. I cut off his hand. This is the moment. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't decide that I cut off your hand. I would decide this is the moment. I'll roll on the table. Yeah. And more likely than not, eighty percent of the time you would get one of these effectively superficial wounds that are cured with magic healing. That's fine, but there's a chance that, again, I just randomly lost my hand. So there's a, first of all, 5% chance of me rolling a 20. Yeah. Right? 20% chance of me rolling one of these four numbers that has a real bad thing. So that's a 1% chance of of something bad happening. On top of the fact that I would have to say, okay, now is the time. Yeah. So that's that's a fluid variable. Yes, I, that's the problem. At least, at, we're problem. talking There's at least no a half a percent chance. There's no way to plan for it. There's, in life, no way to plan for losing your fucking life. hands. I'm a human. I'm not a Asimar paladin. If you get in a fucking car accident and lose your hand, you're going to go, God damn it, Tyler. No, I, I again, I am a human in the real world. Mm-hmm. I'm not an Asimar paladin in the fake one. And Azamar, isn't it Azamar? Didn't we discover? Sure, I think it was Azamar. Isn't it an Azamar paladin? Azamar. When he he's fighting the big bad and he cuts off his hand, isn't that invigorate his quest and his devotion to I'm gonna get my fucking hand back, I'm gonna find you, and I'm gonna shove the old one up your ass. You just took away five of his AC. Thank you very much. That's Cause, very detrimental. Because of why? Plus three shield. Oh, that's a big shield. Yeah. 
That would, and so that literally hurts bad. Yeah, as it should. Yeah, exactly. And this is a situation where it's just like you've decided to do. It. I just feel like you're right now. You're very much like my brother, and you don't like bad endings. And it's like we should never have a bad ending. Wait, wait. If you want to kill me, kill me. If you want, I do not. I'm blown away. Kill me I'm fucking blown away that you're like, nope. I'm fine being dead because I'm a real character, but I'm not going to accept the totally real possibility of taking a lingering injury. I'm, Jamie Lannister lost a fucking hand. And it has gone badly for him so far. It made him a better man. Yeah, but he's also a bitch that no one respects. Brian respects him. Who does? Brianna Tarth? Well, in the way, what's his name? Roy DeTrice reads it. It's Brian. Great. And who respects her? Lots of people, actually. Really? Yeah. Nah. She's, she's, they, they, she's ugly. They say she has a horse face. Oh, that that's great, but, you know, she's also somebody that kind of just... Tyrion respects She, she kind of throws her sword. Tyrion. Tyrion well, no. Tyrion knows that Jamie's the only one that will actually like talk to him in the family. Um, uh, Bronn. Bronn gets paid. There's no respect there, in my opinion. That's fake news. Bronn respects Podrick. Money. Money. Jamie. Podrick. He respects, Tyrion. No, no. He respects Podrick. He's that Podrick's probably the only person <laughs> that he will listen to without getting paid. Uh, uh, uh what's his name? Greyjoy. Mm. You're on. Nope. Theon? Theon lost his dick. Yeah. Made him a better character. I mean, made him a worse character for a while. Made him a better character. You are. uh, We're not going to resolve this because you're so fucking stupid. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. Last last thoughts. Go ahead. I just wish, and maybe this is possible. Maybe if Mm -hmm. we actually discuss it, it's possible. If there's something that says, you know, if the enemy you fight is this challenging, so it's this many levels above you, and this situation occurs, then this can happen. I would accept something like that. Like if I say I'm a, uh, I'm a level six character, and I walk in and I accidentally find uh, Chowdrang Ten Dragon. Yeah. So you want yeah, the you dragon wanna... could probably probably rip me to shreds. A variation on the theme. Okay. I just want to have some idea that it's going to be possible going into the. What theme. if it was just I decide? No, no table. Yeah. No nothing. If this happens. What do you mean? That's it. That's it. During combat, something happens. I look at you and go, that attack was so savage, you lost a thumb. Why? No explanation. I would be pissed. So you don't trust me. Uh, That's what it comes down to. As your DM, you don't trust me. To just cut... I, I trust that there are times that you get pissed and would probably just cut up my thumb for the When was the last time that I did something against you or the party because I was frustrated? I don't know. I don't know everything that you do behind our backs. You, you've experienced everything I've done. For I don't know this that. campaign, is, we're over a year. The previous campaign was 14 months. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Any, even when I looked at you guys and I wanted to stop because you're so stupid, I don't punish you. A good team doesn't punish you. If I'm doing this, you have to trust that I think it's going to be fucking hilarious, character building, or relevant mm-hmm. to the quest. Okay. So you don't trust me. More than that... He doesn't trust me. More than that, I don't trust the group to fix it. That's an entirely separate issue. So Which you is may, very fair. You may do something and say, oh, they're going to be able to do this and get it fixed immediately. Nah. That's not how it goes down. Which would result in splitting the party. So your whole, your whole thing is like, I have this plan. I'm going to do this. It's going to be dramatic. It's going to build character. But then we're going to fuck it up and not fix it.
save and skill check difficulty. How high is too high? Oh, this is perspective oh, as, a, as a DM. Okay. Also, thoughts on success with a setback. Okay. 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 Yep. All right. I got you. So to clarify, save. Uh, we're talking deck save, con save, and skill checks. You know, sleight of hand, athletics, acrobatics, etc. How high is too high for difficulty? And there's a there's a s alternative rules of success with a setback. Yes. Yes. Um, you go first. So, um, I know that in the player's handbook, I'm not sure, Paige, if you could look that up while I'm talking, mm -hmm. there is uh, oh, I, I know you're after. general guidelines yeah. of what is difficult, what is not difficult. Like 10 is medium, 15 yeah. is hard, 20 is really fucking hard. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's usually a pretty fair place to start. Um, yeah, here we go. Okay, so Paige, I've got it right here. number, what does it say? One one seventy four, I think is what that says. So DC five, very easy. Very easy. Ten easy. Sure. Fifteen medium. Sure. Twenty hard. Twenty five very hard. Thirty nearly, nearly impossible. impossible. But with that, I think that when they came up with that table, mm -hmm. they did not anticipate people like me. I I you know I'll find a character and I I have. A character right now who gets plus 15 to their stealth. I am already meeting a medium without even rolling. Yeah. Okay. And you can't instantly fail a check. We should, a skill check cannot, a one does not right. instantly ones, fail. Right, ones, I think according to the rules, ones and twenties do not. Do not instantly succeed or instantly fail. Correct. Now, here's my question. Um, how's your character's knowledge arcana? Okay. And yes, there's obviously right. drawbacks. Right. But at You're the same time. You're heavily specialized. At the same time, heavily. though, there are bards who are not heavily specialized. And rogues that who are have diverse. Bards have, like, nine different skills. That's the point of four a Four that they have expertise in, and they get half their proficiency on anything they aren't proficient <laughs> That's in. the point of a Gleeman. So, I, I think that these DCs need to adjust with levels, the point I'm trying to get to. I, I don't think that 30 should always be nearly impossible because... By the time you're level 20, 30 is not nearly impossible. It's, it's almost guaranteed. Yeah. Especially when you're that uh, that rogue skill, you, you can take a 10 or whatever. What is yeah, it? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, peerless skill or something. Yeah, you can no, uh, succeed. But yeah, you automatically, you can't roll less than a 9. Right. And if I get plus 15, I can't do less than a 24. I am, or some of you have lucky or advantage on yeah. skills or whatever. So I, I agree that that's a good place to start, mm -hmm. but I think that it needs to level with characters. So how high is too high? Um, is there a too high? I would say I, 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 the highest I've ever gotten a skill has been plus 15. So I would say... So you would still have... 35 say, should be the max. Because if you have plus 15, that means you roll a 1. 16 is your lowest roll. Yeah. Um, they say 30 is the skill check. On a... Nearly impossible. Nearly impossible is the words they use. Correct. And you would need to get a 30. I would need a 15 or higher. Correct. That's not so, nearly impossible. Nearly impossible for almost every other human yeah, being on Earth. I agree. But you have a 25% chance of success. Yeah. 25%. Even with all of your... When they say nearly with impossible... With all of your... Wait, what's the line? With all of your power? What's it? What do you do with all your strength? Is that what you're going you for? Yeah. You can do nothing yeah. with all of your strength. Yes. Um, but I th I, I'm just saying that I think 35 is the max that I would go to. And I would say that that's something that only somebody that's extremely skilled could do. Now, I'm not saying every check is mm -hmm. that. I'm saying that's where my nearly impossible would be. I would probably put my base at about 10 because any character realistically could roll just a 10. Right. 
So that should be the that should be probably the very easy. I just move it down by five. So you're level one. Yeah. You're climbing a cliff. Yep. DC is fifteen. I'm a moron if I'm a level one character climbing a cliff. You're a level twenty character climbing a cliff. Yeah. Is the DC still fifteen? Depends on the cliff. I, Same I, cliff. I, I think that. Same well, cliff. Uh, well, the cliff itself doesn't change, so I'd say yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I get what you're after. They should be encountering more challenging things. Yes. But you should not be scaling up existing challenges to meet them. What I no okay I'm not doing that. I'm right. saying that the things they encounter will be harder. The traps they find will be more difficult. Yes. The saves against spells will be higher. Things like that. The PC, the NPC interactions yes. will be harder. Yes. I'm harder not saying that gets... the mountain suddenly grew a jagged peak that right. makes this it difficult isn't, to scale. This isn't Skyrim where the monsters, the things level with you. The challenges aren't level. Like if I if I went into this this dungeon in Skyrim level one, it's deadly. If I went into that dungeon level whatever in Skyrim. It's still deadly because they get harder, yeah. right? So the existing challenges don't get harder. I don't think the natural world changes. I think the things in the natural world mm-hmm. should change. Okay, so with that in mind, how low is too low? Do we have the success with a setback system? I use I, it sometimes. I, I absolutely think there should be. I absolutely think that um, if you roll less than a 10 on a check, like there's... It's probably not. You're probably not succeeding unless it's like, you know, uh, something that like a toddler could do or something like that's that's essentially where I'm feeling it. I'm thinking of okay. So success with a setback. Let's talk specifically about one. I want to talk about climbing. Climbing. I was gonna say jumping. So I'm going to strength. Where's fucking strength? The very first one is strength. Athletics. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have it on here. Good, just go for it. I'm well, sure you know. The way I, the way I roll climbing, yeah, is that if you fail mm-hmm. by less than five, you just make no progress. Yep. And I feel like it's in that book somewhere. But if you fail by five or more, you fall. You fall. So that's not success with a setback. That's that's super failure with with a punish. And I feel like I feel like climbing isn't one that would be the best for a setback situation. So what's an example of a success with a setback? I think I think a jump situation would be the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like, you are trying to clear further than your strength score allows. For those who don't know, your strength score determines how far you can jump in terms of with height. With a 20-foot running start. Yeah, with a 20-foot running start in terms of height and distance. This is a very niche podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> but there are times that an athletic check might let you get an extra foot mm-hmm. or something. You, mm-hmm. you can outstretch your hands. So maybe it's that, you know, you were one away from succeeding. So I'll let you hit, but you're going to land prone or something like mm-hmm. that. I think that's exactly what they have in mind with success with a setback in that, well, your failure would result in death. Yeah. And I don't want you to die in this skill check. Yeah, it's not that would be it. really it's not worth it. It'd be really undramatic, right? Um, so we'll give you this. We'll give you a second chance, basically, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be harder. Like you, you, you make it across, but you're barely dangling on the edge. You got to make an athletic check to climb up. Yeah, right. And if you fail this by five or more, then you fall, then you die. Yeah, it's really to give you that, that second, that safety net, second chance kind of thing. Especially for a character that probably should have made it but rolled low. Right. Exactly. Like oh. I can't believe this. My, I can't believe I've I rolled 10 of my athletics. Right. I rolled a two. I'm literally, I took the jump feed. <laughs> How can I not do this? Right. Um, well, the, a lot of other skills don't even really present that opportunity when you have like 
Stealth is one. Stealth actually kind of does. Yeah. Where you're like you're sneaking, but your setback is, you know, you fell and you smacked your face. You took mm-hmm. damage or whatever, but you still managed to be quiet. Whereas, um, uh, insight, for example, it's no real success with a setback there. Um, you might glean, and this goes actually into what I was gonna say next are the uh, the checks of the mind, your intelligence and wisdom checks. Mm-hmm. You can get it wrong. You can get it wrong, but like something like Arcana. Maybe you recall just base information. But <gasps> I never considered recalling wrong facts. Recalling wrong facts. If you roll like a one and you get like a five on your arcana check. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. How have I DM this entire time yeah. and never considered roll, roll a knowledge arcana? Oh, I rolled a two. You know what? You recall a fucking lie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But even more than that, like you just get, I, I always, for any intelligence check that I have anyone make, I have levels. Yeah. Like, at this level, you know this. At this yeah, level, you know right. this. At this level, you I feel like that's how I do it. And I feel like that's almost like success with a setback. Like, you know something, but yeah, you don't know there's, everything. There's no, there's effectively no punishment for failure. Yeah. I think we're really talking things that have a threat of failure. So it's obviously a physical checks. Uh, or or um, mental saves in the situation could be a situation Could be a like performance. That. Well, that's a physical check. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Like, imagine a performance where you botched it. But you still succeeded with a setback, like your instrument broke, which you really turned it into slamming your guitar on the ground and for the spectacle yeah, of it, you know. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think of a scene in the stand, the book, where Larry Underwood kind of fumbles his way through a part of a song he doesn't know, but still like charms everybody around him by like winging it. He failed, but he made it work. Kind yeah. of and just sort of went he was just like, I'm done. After so that. the the performance failed, but his charisma check succeeded. Yeah, his performance failed, but he he like Basically bluffed na- his way. Had, he bluffed his way through the end. natural charisma. People like Right. It. So I think the success with the failure is, it really is. It's mostly a physical thing. I can see that. And then in terms of mental, it could be just layers. You could get different levels of I'm information gonna, based I'm on what you roll. Pull up a character sheet. Do you have a character sheet up? Uh, I can pull one up. What are you looking for? I just want to look at a character sheet. Okay. Let me pull up my characters. I, don't I have a folder called bad character sheets. And I've got Celestenia right here. Go ahead. All right. What are you looking for? I'm looking for things that fall in between these. Fall in between a mental and a physical check. Perception. Uh, survival. Survival. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's both. So that's the, you're trying to uh, track something. Or Yeah. You can't find its trail, but you pick up on a game trail or something nearby that might be something that you would have gone down. Or you don't pick up its trail. You don't pick up on its trail right away. Setback. You spend an extra hour. You lose time. Yeah. That's your setback. Yeah. Like, ooh, you didn't roll on high enough to track it, but you pick it up again an hour later. That's okay. actually a really okay. good example. Um, one that I was thinking is a medicine check. Very rarely ooh, used okay. because most people have magical healing. I'm going to take fucking medicine kits next time I open. But medicine check, so you go to what? heal someone and you... You Dude, give them you, a lingering injury. You 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 patch. You give them no. a lingering injury. <laughs> I was gonna just say you patch them up. Like let's say you're trying to use one of your healing kits mm-hmm. to heal them. You failed, but you didn't have to stabilize. Them. I'm, all I'm hearing is lingering injury, lingering injury. That's all I'm hearing right now. You patched them up and you gave them a superficial scar. Yes. That will get, go away with magical healing. If you want it to. Nope. So, okay, I'm going to go back into lingering injury. Um, deception feels like both physical and mental. Depends on what you're doing to deceive, but yeah, I can see that. 
a general lying situation? How can you succeed on a deception with a setback? Um, so maybe, uh, uh, then, uh, you'll say that you, uh, roll low enough that, uh, you have to, I'm trying to think out of words. So you're obviously, you have obvious tells. Mm -hmm. So the other person gets to make their insight at advantage. And then it's up to them whether or not they succeed on telling if you're lying. That's interesting. Yeah. My, um. Or they get a perception check to see if they can tell you're sweating or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, so, how, at this point, say, you know, whatever level a character is, mm-hmm. you're the DM. Yep. How do you delineate between actions that require a skill check and things that don't? What do you mean? I feel like it's, I feel like it's pretty obvious. You know, somebody says, I want to do this. Well, that requires a check. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tie. I'm gonna tie a guy up. Go. DM, I'd like to tie him up. Dexterity check. Every time. Uh, depends. Like if you're just like wrapping rope around them, probably not. But if you're trying to tie a knot, yeah, absolutely. Every time. Yeah. Basic knots. Time of shoes. So, time of shoes. So, bunny ropes. T- so what I'd say to that is, you say you're tying. I say make a dex check, and that determines how good of a knot it is. You roll a ten. You got bunny knots. DM, I'd like to smash my tankard on the table. Sounds like a strength check to me. Every time. Yeah, I mean, what if you smash it so hard you go through the table, too? You don't think that I have restraint over my own strength? Maybe you just get really excited and roll really well. So you are using this as a, you can over-succeed sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I deceive my way into being the prince and the pauper scenario where I'm suddenly the prince instead yeah. of the pauper. yeah. I, Prince is about to get assassinated. I acknowledge religion my way into a revelation from gods on high, and I go into a religious ecstasy, and I fall prone on the ground. That'd be a little harder. <laughs> I. But you might acknowledge religion your way into a cult that you don't want to really be a part of. I jump too far, and I, I avoid the first pit, but I fall into the second pit. Yeah. If you're rolling athletics to get across somewhere, absolutely. That's not a control jump. You're thrusting with all of your might, and maybe you succeeded a little too much. I climb too well. I'm so confident. I'm not looking where, I go, where I'm going. I throw my one hand up, and I hit a rattlesnake. It bites me. That one would be a little difficult. But yeah, I, I, You are arguing you can point. over-succeed. I think there's situations where you can, absolutely. Really? Yeah. I didn't ever really consider an over-success. Yeah. I don't really like that. You stealth your way out of existence. I like that concept. I roll all four dodge dice in Dark Souls, and I dodge into another universe. Yes, exactly. Stealthing your way out of existence would actually be kind of funny because you could justify it. Like, you fucking, you find yourself in a shadowy blah, blah, and you walk into a, a, a slit in reality into, yeah, exactly. into what's you're it in called? You're in the Shadowfell. Yeah. You're in the um, Feywild. Uh, no, it's not the Shadowfell. It's um, whatever the whatever the other place is called. Yeah, the Far you, Realm. Yeah, you slip into another dimension. Where the fucking Mind Flayers or whatever come yeah. from. That's the Far Realm. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, exactly. I like that. I think that's funny. Yeah. Because uh, that player would be like, well, fuck everything about and what's I, going on here. I run out screaming. They're like, no, no, I'm not stealthy anymore. I'm going back. Please find me. Look at me. Pay attention to me. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's it. You, so you think you can over-succeed. I think that you can over-succeed. I think there's situations where you can succeed barely with a setback. Can uh, you over-succeed at something you're not proficient in? Or is that the only time you over-succeed? I think you'd have... This is a great question. I think you'd have to be... Proficient to over succeed because you have to, you have to be proficient to get a high enough roll to over succeed in my argue mind. That you'd have to be unproficient to over succeed. I, I'm gonna smash this tankard. 
if I'm proficient in athletics, I know my own strength. If I'm not, and I roll a 20 or whatever, and I just, then I accidentally smash it so hard that a piece of the tanker goes through my hand. Debatable. All right, that's it. If you listen to both segments, I hope you enjoyed them like I did. And um, on behalf of me and Till and all D&D players and all listeners and whoever plays this game and likes people, I wish you and yours a safe and happy end of 2019. Thanks for listening, people. Thank you.